genre. back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where there's one thing I want you to do for me, one mortgage at a time. Montage. <laughs> <laughs> Should, I blow? Should I blow the text up a little bit? <laughs> that might be... <laughs> that might be the funniest mess up of all time. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like mortgage. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> That is funny. I th- oh, I you know, when you said mortgage, I thought you were just making another joke about his money issues. I was like, okay. Yeah, right. no. Like you're really you're really hung up on this money <laughs> issue. The daily podcast where there's one thing I want you to do for me, one montage at a time. Wow. I tell you, I'm, we're, pu- we're punchy already. It's only minute two uh, of our week together. Yeah, so uh, I'm Jason. <laughs> Doug here. And joining us uh, once again, second day in a row here, is Ryan Rabalkin from Going the Distance. Yeah, hey, welcome, everyone. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for letting me come on the show again. appreciate it. So today we're knocking out a minute. 80, we're going to get right into it today. Yesterday we were we did a lot before. <laughs> well, we had some housekeeping to take care of. So I'm, like I said, I'm a, listener, I'm a listener of your show, so I had questions that, you know, like ask the hosts. You know, there's things I wanted to ask you on the air. So I think I think they're out of the way. I think they're out of the way. We're ready to rock. Okay. So that was like old business. Now we're into, yeah. into new business. Okay. Check so today we're knocking out minute 87, which begins with Rocky giving in and ends with a sit-up. Hmm. Was that all right? Yeah, I guess. Rocky giving in. Well, because he's saying, you know. Oh, that, that, okay. Oh, he can okay, see. Rocky can that, see. That's a big moment there. That, yeah, that's a big moment because he's. And I think this is important because this kind of ties in a little bit what we mentioned in mm-hmm. uh, 86 is now that he's seen the baby, seen his wife, seen them as a family unit, and he recognizes, okay, maybe love conquers all. And I think that's kind of like, I know it's not pragmatic. Love does not pay for the bills. But there's a part of him here where he's like, you know what? The most important thing in my life right now is my, the love that my wife has for me, for the, our child, us as a family. So he's conceded. So his heart now is actually being truthful. I, he's not lying to Adrian here. He's actually about to say, you know, if you don't want me mixing with Creed anymore, we'll figure out another way. So now he's truly in his heart on board at this very moment to do it Adrian's way. He never was before. It's like nearly, this is the moment he was. <clears throat> nearly losing her kind of put his priorities right. into perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Because now he's now his heart is true. He's like, it's not about the fight. It's not about Apollo. It's not even about the money. We'll, we're a family. We'll figure out another way. All I care about is what's in front of me right now. And she recognizes that as well. I like the now, way said, he says it, though. Like, if you don't want me, mix him with Creed. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. But I did. Yesterday, I said that right before my favorite moment of all time, there was like a, another moment and. I, yeah, I was just going to say what you said, so you just took the wind out of my sails, but it's okay. I'm sorry. I'll just, I'll just drown here. <laughs> no, that's, that was uh, perfectly said. Like this is, this is a true moment here right now. Yeah, they're, they're all simpatico at this moment. Right. Everything came together. He realizes what's important. He realized you know, the thought of losing Adrian was, was weight. And then he, he real, like prior to this, he was worried. Well, prior to this, I mean, he was worried about the coma prior to this. But prior to that, he was worried about money. Um, they were having a tough time getting through. Now it's all come where you realize that money's not the most important thing. Fighting's not the most important thing. That Adrian and this 
kid that I haven't seen for seven days are the most important <laughs> thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, when he says that, he's like playing with the baby's hair too. It's like little, it's, it's a full set of hair. We didn't talk about that hair. That's a lot of hair for a baby. <laughs> I both both of my kids were pretty bald when they came out, little peach fuzz. Yeah. But that you know that kid's got a full head of hair. It's the Italian. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, man. I don't. Some kids are just born with that hair. But it also, I want to say one other thing real quick before we get to uh, what we talk my hair. Um, <laughs> I also feel like, though, getting back to that, what we just talked about for a second, uh, the other thing I wanted to say was I kind of feel like if it was about money, if he was if he was going to fight again for the money for the family, he would be more inclined to have this conversation where he said where he would say basically what you said, like, you know, if you don't want me to mess with Creed tomorrow, we'll, we'll find another way. We'll work things out. You know, we'll be OK. We'll land on our feet. Mm-hmm. Everything will work out. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was all about just about fighting, like if it was just straight up. Like, if they had money, and it wasn't about money, he just wanted to fight because he wanted to fight, he would just be like, listen, I'm done with the fighting, I'm done with the Apollo creature, it's over, done, finished, done. And would have been a little more definitive about it. Like, mm. you know, th- I don't need this in my life, You're, I need you, you know, we don't need money, I have you, I have the kid, that's all I need, I don't need to fight anymore, I'm finished with it. Yeah, he was, conf- he was confused. That's what I was getting at. He was confused about who he thought he was, what he thought was important in his life. And the coma and uh, the baby and everything has brought everything back into focus. Is, yeah, so I think, I think, I think everything has kind of been answered in this moment where the focus is now on the page, on the screen, you know, for the audience. Everyone's on the same page now. All right. So I guess it's it's safe to assume that the fight thing is done then. Yeah, that's it. I mean, what could you possibly say that? Would- mm. <laughs> I, I can't think of a single thing. So who wants to who wants to bring up this moment? Jason, you said this is your favorite moment. Why, why, why do you talk about this moment? Still, set it up or talk about it. <laughs> Both, sure. So this moment still gives me chills every single time I watch this moment. I get chills. Mm-hmm. I'll probably get it when I press play and watch it again real quick. But uh, this is just <laughs> well. This first of all, in terms of a motivational moment, me and Jeff Ferry were talking about this yesterday. Friday, how this is like a uh, Jeffrey says they play this off Eagles games when they want to get the crowd motivated. They play this scene. They play the Yankee Stadium when the Yankees are playing and they want to get the crowd going in the late innings when there's two men on and a tie score game and the big hitters come up. They play this moment uh, on the on the jumbotron. They still call it that. That's cool. <laughs> but this is like that motivational moment. It's, it's at all sporting events, you know, and, and even like they, you know, like I said, they play the Yankee Stadium. Yankee has no connection. To, like I can understand why they would play it in Philly, yeah. but they're, right. they're, you know, this is that that quintessential motivational moment to get you pumped up but also it's this is the turning point these you could look at these rockies these are like two different movies like we have the first half of the movie and now this moment right here changes the rest of the the movie oh, yeah. for us like everything changes we you know fights on and training's on and and that shitty training he was doing prior to this is over his heart's in it his soul like everything like comes together now where you know he his heart is all one now. Everything, all the pieces have come together, and we're ready to just push forward and do this. And he does it. He's able to do this because now he has the one thing that he was missing, which was the support of Adrian. And, and, and the way that the way that they showed the support for Adrian was so dramatic and and chilling. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't just like a like she was like, "Listen, you know what? I was thinking about it, and I and I want you to do the fight, and I want you to go out mm-hmm. there and give it your all, buddy. You know, <laughs> get out there and get them. Go get them. Like it wasn't right. like that. It was just like just dramatic, like." You didn't expect her to say, you didn't expect this in this moment. Like, I still mm-hmm. don't expect it. Like, because, you know, you expect, like, she just came out of a coma. Like, you, she want to know, like, did anything happen in the last week? Anything major? Like, you know, we just had a kid. Like, all these things. Like, you wouldn't expect her now to turn the tables and be like, I want you to go fight. 
there's four to me there's four major components there's parts to this three second moment that give you the chills it's her saying I get the chills just talking about it. I just got them right now yeah <laughs> it's her saying when mm-hmm. it's the is the it's belt. rocky's the- face when when he yes. realizes what she's doing, the bell. I just get chills again. I get chills again. <laughs> the bell, and then Mickey, Mickey saying, right, yeah. "What are we waiting for?" His, his it's a good point you bring out his face. His face when she says this is like, like this is just like, are you serious? I, I, like, are you, I got the chills again. <laughs> I got the chills. No, you're right. It's, you getting chills, Ryan? Yeah. Oh, actually, I just watched it while you guys were talking, and yeah, it's it's awesome because just as you're describing his face change, he kind of went what. Yeah, and then she says it even more emphatically. She goes, "Win," yeah. and the it's f- like, <laughs> but the the, the <laughs> end, this, the beginning of the music are are so perfectly in line with his facial expression. Like the facial mm-hmm. expression, and the music start like they hit you with the exact same, yeah, like millisecond. Mm-hmm. And then we got the Mickey kind of ruining the moment. What are you waiting for? Take us. <laughs> I mean, I, I get how excited he is. He's like, "We've wasted enough time. <laughs> Let's go." But he's he's like, what, you know, what do we wait for? Take us. But it's like, uh, Mickey, I just saw my baby for the first time. <laughs> just, I've seen my baby, although he's a week old. I've seen him for like fifteen seconds. Yeah. yeah. Tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> and, and also, I haven't slept in a week. So I, I might need a little rest, and maybe I don't know some protein or something before we go out and do this. But but who is he? Who does he say take us to? Well, Ruben and I actually talked about this on our show. So, Doug, when you go back and listen to it, because you've talked about the minute now, mm. uh, we talk that we speculate that he might be referring to Burt Young or, sorry, a Pauly, because he's got the car. <laughs> oh, he's got the car. That's a good call. Yeah, so he's he, cause he actually turns over his shoulder and says, take us, and he's looking at Pauly. Yeah. So Pauly might have been their transportation to and from the hospital. And then the and then the look back when Adrian looks back at um Adrian when Rocky looks back at Adrian after Mickey mm-hmm. says that it's also like a like I can't believe we're gonna do this like yeah I I actually found uh, this article oh wow we get to cue the music for Jason's article or <laughs> <laughs> by the way Gazzo is uh, he he has all of Paulie's lines in this part except why don't you name him Paulie he um, has like the forearms line and everything there's a website called uh, that moment in. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's be okay. that moment in, and it uh, it reviews uh, famous moments from movies. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and this article was this article for the thing on that moment in was written on August first, two thousand fifteen, by David Dupree. David, um, and he writes about this moment in this movie as one of his moments. So basically, he says that. Hold on one second. Uh, you could uh, edit all this out in a second. All right, so you know, Rocky tells, Don't make, I won't mix up with Creed. I want you to do one thing for me. What's that? He asks, When she says, All right, so from here, Rocky finds his motivation and takes to training in earnest, driven by Adrian's support. Um, that's the first part. The training montage begins with the popular score by Bill Conti. So then he says, So why the change of heart? For the entire film, Adrian has been against Rocky getting back into the ring. They are married, they have a baby on the way. He needs to be responsible and care for his family. Worse, he could likely suffer some permanent injury and become blinded. His decision to face Apollo again, is his alone. Before the coma, um, he makes his case. He tells her to never, that he doesn't ask her to stop being a woman, so she shouldn't ask him to stop being a man. And he says that hollow at best, it's an empty reason. When Adrian wakes, she realizes that Rocky's been by her side the entire time. He gave it all up. Okay, so he, while she was in the coma, he read her books, he read poetry to her, he spoke to her, he put her before him. 
When she was at her most vulnerable, Rocky was there. Now it's her turn. She realizes that by pressuring him to be something that he is not, he is at his most vulnerable. To give him strength, she needs to be in his corner. It's not about the fight. There's no doubt that she wishes that he would give it all up if he could, but he's recognizing. it's about recognizing her need to want what he wants. Win means everything. Find your heart, was what this guy wrote about this. Oh, wow. And he went oh, on to what say... Was, what? what was his name? His name is David Dupree. Okay. But he goes on to say, um, uh, he goes on to say that uh, the the moment is effective because of its timing. The movie spends a devoted amount of time to Rocky <clears throat> being with Adrian as she lies silent in bed in a coma. Um, Mickey, uh, it's also important that Mickey was there for most of it. This is Mickey's journey too. When Adrian wakes, there is no sense that boxing is coming. This is Adrian's moment. There is joy. They're having the champagne. There, you know, so this is Adrian's time. She's she's gone awake. She's healthy. Everything's good again. Um, there's joy that they could be a family and be together again. But when she gives him the word, it suddenly hits us like the proverbial shot to the gut. It shakes us. We feel the power and we suddenly get it. In a way, it wakes Rocky from his coma. And with the thunder of Conti's music, we are fired up for a fight. And this time, it's got a whole new meaning. Wow. Well, okay. So uh, my name is Ryan. I'm a. <laughs> he said it better than we could. That's yeah. he, great uh, and embarrassing. It was a great. Uh, this is a great article. So you're going to end with, and this Good. time it's personal. Ooh. But I like what he said about trailer. it. You know, this is this this moment wakes everybody up. Like Adrian woke up from the coma, but at the same time, Mickey it wakes Mickey up. Yeah. It wakes Rocky up. Like everybody, everybody's very well said. We're ready to roll. Very well said. All right, Ryan, wow. tell us where we can find you. <laughs> Should we? Yeah. Well, we got to jump into the into the montage yeah. now. Yeah, we got the montage. Oh, it starts with some one arm push ups, Jay. Which you told me last year that Rocky Sylvester Stallone stated that in the Rocky one was the only time he ever did one arm push ups. Said the first and last time. Yeah, that's weird. Or this was unused footage from Rocky one that they spliced into the film. Uh, may, maybe this because we that, that's what we assumed last time was the. Mm. But I doubt it. I think I think it's him. The hair is a little bit longer. He's yeah. got the bandana around his. Yeah, maybe forty years later he can misremember things. But what's more important is we already had chemtrails back then. <laughs> Are there chemtrails? Yeah, look at look at minute uh, or second two nine. We have a chemtrail. Doom doom doom. See conspiracy theories. Yes, yeah, I see it up there. I can't. I, I can't watch it on my computer, so I got to look at it on my phone. I'm going to take a picture of it. Don't worry. And I'll say I've been taking uh, shots for you shots. guys here. Show. All right. So this is my minute two shot. So you can sit the one arm push up with the chem, with the chemtrail. Mm. Man. Say so we're. Uh, oh, I see it. They're crop dusting us from all the way back in '79, huh? Yeah. So they were uh, mind controlling your audience. <laughs> remind me to remind me to plug my other uh, podcast. At the end of this, we talk about it. We have conspiracy theory episodes. So. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We could already. Uh, I have a note. We can already see he's more focused than the last time he trained. Obviously, when he was uh, phoning it in. So uh, how much time is now between this moment of win to the final fight, or to the uh, the fight is there? Because remember, it takes ten thousand minutes or whatever yeah. that was. <clears throat> forty-five thousand so, minutes. Forty-five. Yeah, forty-five thousand minutes. That's ten weeks. That's ten, ten hours a day. Oh, they have ten. Weeks. That's right. Ten hours a day. Yeah. So. How 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 much time are we looking at here? Like between now and the fight, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, he he probably wasted a week's worth of training, and then Adrian had the coma, so another week. So let's say out of those ten weeks, he wasted two of them. 
Three Do you think them? if he loses the fight, he resents Adrian for being in the coma? Like, <laughs> I wasted a whole week because I had to sit by your lazy ass. <laughs> not Rocky. We might, but not Rocky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the sledgehammering in a in a junkyard. Yeah. Do they? That's um, awesome. They just let him come in and do this. Well, who's gonna stop him? Yeah. I mean, you really want to? You want to crunch metal in this crappy place? Go ahead. I love it. We have this crane in the background, and this is garbage everywhere. This is a legit dump. Mm-hmm. This is like gross. It got toilet seats there, urinals, yeah. sinks. Because <laughs> a couple sinks in here. Do people throw a lot of sinks in in the seventies <laughs> in Philly. And Brian, you just said that who's gonna stop him? Like Rocky shows up at your junkyard with a sledgehammer. You let him do whatever <laughs> the f- he wants to do. Yeah, well, maybe this was a, maybe this was his old house. He's tearing down his old house. <laughs> <laughs> this was like we talk about. Um, I have this disdain for CrossFit. I, I hate CrossFit, mm-hmm. but this is like original CrossFit here. Like this, they do this yeah. regularly now. Sledgehammer. The sledgehammer against the tire, yeah, you know, yeah. the thing or whatever. So this mm-hmm. is like old school. Rocky was the original CrossFit. And well, now that you're bringing that up, actually, if you Google Rocky CrossFit, um, that oh, he's they have credits. a workout, right? Yeah, no, he's credited. Jason brought up a very good point. He's actually credited as that. Oh, is he? That, uh, yeah, Rocky or Stallone, this kind of stuff wasn't done back then. This was uh, innovative back then. This was like to see this variety of training. Then instead of just doing weights or whatever, to see all these outdoorsy sledgehammer and all that stuff. Yeah, that you bring up a very good point. There's an article that speaks directly to this. I just don't have it in front of me. Like functional training? But there was like, um, dude, last night actually. Well, it's not last night, but it's last night. I was watching. Um, they have this new show, Titan Games, with the Rock. It's it's similar, like American Gladiators, almost. Except, you know, it's it's just people that random people that they pick, they brought together, and they compete in all these events for like to looking for like the ultimate Titan. So they they compete. There's like eight people, four men, four women a night. They compete, and then there, there's one man winner, male winner, one female winner, and then towards as the season goes on, they're all going to compete. So there's like one person left at the end, mm-hmm. but they're all these like crazy acts of like physical fitness, but they're not your typical things. They were designed by The Rock. Mm-hmm. He's like the host of the show, and right. this was one of them yesterday where they had to take a sledgehammer and hit this thing repeatedly until it knocks something and release something. And I'm like, what? Mm. I was watching it last night. I was like, this is like you know. This is Rocky. He's been doing this since the 70s, Rock. Like, I don't know who you thought you were, the Rock coming in and coming <laughs> yeah, the show. Yeah. Like, this Rocky was doing this shit years ago. Yeah. I, I believe it. They should give him credit where credit's due, but. But they don't. No. So now he's at this playground set, that dome, metal bar yes. playground. <laughs> what, what do they call those things? Arm, a jungle gym? It's a, yeah. Yeah. I think it's dome shaped. Yeah. I don't know if. Go ahead. I'll look it up, but I don't know if that is a jungle One-armed gym. One arm pull ups. So. Oh, I couldn't do two arm pull ups. And you got the uh, Rocky Moose Knuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Those pants are snug in all the wrong places. We're seeing, we're seeing the, we're seeing what the party at Kitty and Studs is all about here. <laughs> yeah, John. Oh, the Kitty was a lucky gal. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jay, mm-hmm. can I point out um, throughout the entire training series, we have a Rocky wearing a red headband. Oh, red, Rambo? no red being Apollo Creed's color. Oh, the your oh you're talking about your yeah color, your color issues like yeah color theory. So now he's he's zeroing in on Apollo. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought you'd have a black headband. You know it's <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's uh, the reason. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, every time. <laughs> every time. <laughs> the, the reason it's hard to take me, take Doug seriously with this color theory is because 
um, he's like all in on it. Like every every podcast that was, he brings up something about colors, color theory. And the thing is, like, I've I've known Doug for 10, 11 years now. And oh, wow. I, I probably I probably say <laughs> I talk to him on, almost on a daily basis uh, a lot. And in um, prior to this, prior to when did we start doing this? September? This, this October? Season? I would say prior to October. Okay. I've never heard you mention anything about colors or color theory or you've never, we've talked about movies like a lot. Like we've, we've been, we worked together on the same crew for a while where we would always talk about movies and different things. And I never heard you mention color theory in movies before. Because I never watched mm. it one minute at a time before. But that's something you didn't pick up in a minute by minute. This is something you picked up somewhere along the way and now I, it's maybe you're passionate about it it's mentioned like color theory in the past <laughs> it'd be like me sitting here talking right now and talking about like i don't know um talking about uh transcendental meditation and how i've been doing it for years and i'm in I'm, and that's all i bring up and you're like that's funny you've never mentioned it before and now you're all about it i'll tell you I'll, i know exactly where my obsession with color theory started listening to the guys that do the real jaws minute because they have a whole color theory thing going on with the shark and people that are affected by the shark and people that are killed by the shark. And I, so I started paying attention to it. I don't, more. I don't buy, buy it though, because I, I don't think I, maybe, maybe I'll say a director maybe had something in mind where he was like, Oh, we're going to use this color. Cause it'll bring out this, but I've never, I've never watched a movie and, and felt a, an emotion or a feeling or a thought or anything based on the color everybody's wearing. Have you ever watched a movie and felt an emotion? But based maybe on the- <laughs> because the colors were there and you're just subconsciously feeling that. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe whatever. Who knows if it's subconsciously, whatever. I'm sticking to it. Okay, and there's got to be somebody Stick out there to your that guns. can back me up. Uh, it, it's it's interesting enough to, to see some some sort of correlation, but I don't know. There's only it's so many colors in the. All right, there's only so many colors. But L- let me yeah. just. <laughs> but do you really think? Like in 1979, Sylvester Stallone, who we we read all everything that led up to making Rocky, mm-hmm. which was just like guerrilla filming, like you know, just you know, they were using wardrobes, their own wardrobes, their own clothes they were using in Rocky One. Well, you know, I'll I, say this: uh, I know what you're gonna ask. Did they think? I would say it's very possible that if that it's not unlikely because wardrobe people, that's their job. They're actually right, right, no, no. Is, I would agree. I would agree. Maybe you know, like let's make this person look poor. Let's make this person look no a certain way. But color, just, no. But their job in wardrobe, like costume people, they're they're more than just dressing the character. They dress them in that way that there would be things that represent the outfit for the story. So it's very possible that yeah, the color was a scheme that they could have used. It's not beyond the realm of possibility. It might not be likely, but it's it's not so crazy to think that he's wearing Apollo's colors. Sure. Well, Apollo is, um, when he's training, he's just draped in red, red all around. Boxing gloves, yes. I know all boxing gloves are red. All boxing gloves are red. But he's, wearing, he's wearing red. The carpet in the training center was red. The ring is red. Every, like, in that scene, everything was red. Yeah. When Mickey goes to see, when uh, uh, Rocky goes to see Mickey about boxing, he's wearing a yellow shirt. When Mickey and Rocky are looking over the film about boxing, he's wearing a yellow shirt. Rocky's colors in the end of this film are yellow. His boxing gloves are yellow. He's wearing yellow and black trunks, right? Yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, The blue shirt that he's wearing throughout the coma scene is supposed to signify spirituality and faith, which crosses, crucifixes everywhere, the chapel, him praying, the crucifix around his neck, religiousness. 
is not a word, is it? <laughs> no, but... I, uh, religiosity. That's not a word either, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and all the red surrounding Apollo. And now Rocky's wearing a red headband when he's dialed in. Okay. Right. I don't know. It's there for me. No, it might not be for you. No, I'm, it's I'm there on for board. Me. People are on board. They're not on board. I don't care. I'm running with this theory. I guess that brings us to the end of this minute. We have much more training to come. Uh, a lot of training. A lot of training. So, uh, Ryan, you want to wrap up this minute here by telling us about yeah. about something going the distance or otherwise? Okay. Well, today we'll plug show number two that my brother and I do. It's called The Worst of the Best Podcast. It is uh, found on all podcast apps. You've just got to uh, punch in The Worst of the Best Podcast. Basically, we pick the worst from the best, meaning – uh, let's just keep it simple. So let's say a band has a greatest hits album. Ruben and I will uh, pick the worst song from that uh, from that greatest hits album. So we do it for food, music, uh, concerts, you name it, uh, anything. And we do we do a variety of stuff. You look at our titles; we've got about forty episodes, and you'll see all the different topics we do. It's a it's a variety of stuff, variety of stuff. Well, they make the top ten list out of just about anything you could possibly imagine. So that's you said it better, Doug. Look at that. You say, yeah, basically we take a top ten a top ten idea or list, and we'll pick the worst. So we don't pick what's best. People do that for us. We use our logic and opinions, and we pick the worst from the best. Because by your logic, even the best list has a like a last best. So exactly. That's our job. That's good. Yeah. Also another entertaining Rebalkin production. Yeah. I encourage, <laughs> you. I encourage you guys to go listen. Uh, we only have this podcast, this one podcast, Rocky minute, which you could yourself. find on the, oh, Doug does his own side projects. <laughs> Saving it uh, for Friday. Saving it for Friday. So you can find all of our episodes on dueling genre. And if you want to interact with us and talk to us and, you know, contest anything you hear on the show or support things you hear on the show. If you want to support Doug's color theory and offer some, still waiting, <laughs> still waiting. For uh, go to our listeners group, Mighty Mix, on Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, or go on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, any of those things at Rocky Minute. See you tomorrow. Bye. What are we waiting for? Take this. Some of the other minute by minuteers was like, "What's with the big gun?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, th- you have two arms, so wouldn't it be big guns?" I said, "I don't think he's referring to my my uh, arms." <laughs> that's right. That's right. I don't. I don't. I never realized it wasn't ever pluralizing the big gun. It's big gun, Doug. <laughs> that's right. It's what's in the pants that counts. That's right, man. He's got a heavy. He's got a heavy uh, gun down there, ready to shoot, ready, loaded and ready to shoot, <laughs> locked and loaded. <laughs>